everybody. Welcome to Mutiny. How we doing? Doing good. Another packed house, full capacity for those listening at home. Did that same joke when I hosted here last Saturday. Yeah, and also I'm hosting here on Friday, May 17th. So just skip Mark Neuer's hosting gig on next Friday and just come to mind. Just skip Mark Neuer's, come to mind. All right, love you, Mark, if you're listening. It'd be weird if you were listening, Mark. Uh, you know what? I think today's about to go pretty good. You know what? I think we can all come overcome adversity. I know I can. Uh, I survived my mom's IUD. You're really looking at the 1% over here, the real 1%. And let's not glaze over the fact that in addition to beating this IUD, I beat millions and millions of sperm to a uh, womb ridden with basically the landmines that blow up submarines. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, true fact, when I was born, true fact is redundant. True fact, when I was born, the doctor said, congratulations, your son is now a statistic. <laughs> and uh, every time my uh, folks got a sonogram of me, uh, in the lead up, because if I ever made physical contact with the IUD, I would be super deformed. Uh, it was just me, like, slowly creating more and more distance between me and the IUD. So not only was I a mistake, I was a resilient mistake. You weren't going to knock me the fuck out of, out of that. Uh, you guys like weed? Yeah. yeah, me too. I like weed so much that I'm literally forming an allergy to it, according to my doctor. I was wondering, how come every time I smoke... Uh, my nose gets clogged up and I get a runny nose and it's like, oh no, you've been smoking weed for 10 years. Some people just eventually get allergic. Uh, so every time I smoke weed, uh, which I, uh, you know, I know people say you can't get addicted to weed, but I also know I can't stop fucking smoking it. Uh, so this is a really, uh, I chose the most benign of addictions and even that one's fucking me up in the most lame possible way. I quit weed all the time though. Quitting weed is great. Uh, cause you get way higher the next time. Uh, it's fantastic. Um, quitting drugs when you're already high is really, really easy uh, because it's like uh, saying no to a burger and fries uh, moments after demolishing a 20-inch cheese pizza by yourself. Like, oh, no, thanks. I'm trying to exert some self-control. Uh, watch those calories. I'm keto, you know? You know? Got to watch my macros. Uh, I've been smoking weed, like I said, for 10 years, like since I was 14. So since I was like this tall, right? Crazy. That's like two whole years of me being high. That's nuts. More babyface jokes. Uh, I uh, put out this aura of safety. I don't know what it is, but people just feel like they can trauma dump on me within moments of meeting me. I, like, I just have that, that kind, tell me what your father did to you face. Uh, like I'll just be hanging out with uh, a new friend for just like 20 minutes. And it's like, oh, so what do you do for work? Oh, that's cool. That's interesting. What'd you study in school? Oh yeah, my dad used to beat me and I'm on a ton of Prozac. Oh my God, I never tell anybody that. What the hell? I uh, did a podcast here with Pam, uh, her God podcast. And she said that uh, she just assumed I was genderless because uh, I have a kind face and I'm not toxically masculine. I was like, oh yeah, that's what I was going for, genderless. <laughs> Uh, the love of my life in high school that I, you can fall in love with high, in high school. Don't fucking don't question it. Uh, described me as a metrosexual. So it didn't really work out. Um, also, why can't genderless people be threatening? Why are you trying to box in genderless people like that? You can be androgynous and a, a real motherfucker. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna keep it brief. First up, we have the very funny, very kind faced Rachel Pinson. Make it loud, everybody. Actually. So 
I used to watch what I eat, but now they don't let me babysit. <laughs> I broke down last time I had sex because I forgot to check my gender fluid. I want to make a grinder for lesbians and call it bush meat, you know? Hunting for that wild game. Yeah. I used to date an actor, but we got to break up because it was way too much drama. So hippies always hug the best, but it's awful because they smell the worst. Um, <clears throat> I used to get called negative a lot because I complain too much, but now I do it in a microphone. I just get called a comedian. So I love it when the host asks us, like, give it up for yourselves for being here, yeah! Because as a millennial, I really love participation points. <clears throat> I used to be called an emo kid in high school, but that was just a phase. I graduated and became a depressed adult. I had my dog's balls removed, and he's been chasing after every ball he sees ever since. So, Batman taught me that the real superpower is being rich. Here's, here is a bunch of things I wish I didn't hear the driver say. Whoa, the drinks here are so cheap, I'm getting another double. Huh, I've never done this in ayahuasca before. <laughs> she thinks she's going home. I tried to get to a five-star restaurant, but I couldn't reach. Someday, I'll be famous enough to be misquoted on the internet. I didn't make that up. That was either Einstein or Marilyn Monroe. So these are all my original thoughts, so you probably already read them online somewhere. Does anyone else think that like over-exuberant six, sweet 16 parties originated because some rich white girl went to their friend's quinceanera and then they were like, damn, I want to outdo her next year. So I'm starting to use Netflix and chill with myself as a euphemism for masturbation. Trying to get that to take off. So I'm from the Midwest, but I'm actually from Ohio, and there's nothing west about it, but people look at me really weird when I tell them I'm from the Middle East. So I quit doing that. Here's something that you won't hear very many comedians say. I don't like cocaine. I don't like it. And I think I know why, because I grew up in the generation where they took obnoxious kids like me and they shoved amphetamines down their throat, like Adderall. And once you've had amphetamines before your brain was fully developed and you become an adult, you try cocaine, that shit's weak. Like it doesn't last all day. You know, you can't get it for free with a prescription from the doctor and your insurance. And also, whenever you buy cocaine, you're supporting a drug dealer, but whenever you buy Adderall, you're supporting a college student. Uh, that's all I have, that's all I wanna say. Rachel Pinson, everybody. 
Yeah, I took like 50 milligrams of Adderall uh, before my SATs. Felt like I needed to punch a hole through a person afterwards. Uh, probably the most brutal come down, I think, of the drugs I've done. Besides salvia. Salvia is a great drug if you want to leave an abbreviated lifespan as a NASCAR driver who wrecks his car and then disappoints everybody close to him. That's the salvia trip I had. Uh, 40 years in five seconds as a 15-year-old. 16-year-old. You know, okay, not too edgy. 16. 16 is more acceptable for salvia. Up next, we have a man. He didn't put his last name on the list, and his name is Elijah. So I can only assume it's the one from the Bible. Everybody, please make it loud for Elijah, wherever he is. Oh, sorry. There you are. Oh, boy. I get to be on a stage. Shit is cool. Oh, look at this. It's, a, it's like a satanic fucking skull thing. Yeah. I have the exact same thing on my shirt. Nice. Yeah. Someone should have told me about this satanic ritual stuff. Anyway, on to the jokes. Do you guys know why the sperm crossed the road? Why? Because I put on the wrong socks this morning. <laughs> there, yeah, see, it has to seep in a little, just kind of like how the... <laughs> just like the socks. I, uh, I heard that um, if, if you eat pineapple, your cum will taste sweet. So I tried it out. Yeah, I jerked off into some pineapple and ate it. Didn't work. Did not work. Actually, on my way here, I was on an Uber because I'm not a poor person. I uh, I saw this this guy, you know, uh, probably probably uh, you know he looked like he was homeless, but you know he still had headphones and music, still listening to music. You know, you guys listen to music. You guys look like you're music listeners. Um, you have your music on and you're outdoors. And you're probably singing along to your music, you know, just like, yeah, fucking, I don't know what you guys listen to. So this guy was listening to music and he's just being really obnoxious with his mannerisms, just going, rah, rah, move along like I know you would. And, um, you know, I could relate, you know, I just hope I don't look like that when I smoke crack. It's not the look I'm going for, not the look I'm going for. I actually just came from a funeral not too long ago. Yeah, it was my stepdad's funeral, actually. He got cremated, but uh, we didn't really have a choice. You know, he died in a house fire. <laughs> when uh, I went to go speak at his funeral, I didn't really know really what to say, because I'm not really great at funerals, but then again, who is? So I said the only thing that a stepchild who just lost their stepfather would say. That's what you get for fucking my mom. <laughs> now you're dead. I killed him. It's actually true. Uh, I did have a stepdad that is, that is dead, but I, unfortunately I can't take the, the rap for that one. He really is dead. <laughs> Why am I talking about this so much? I don't know. I, um, anybody, you guys go to school, college? No, you guys look like you're yeah, you guys don't look like you go to school. That's all good. But uh, I actually, I go to school, if you couldn't tell. I, uh, I go to City College. Me too. Don't fucking lie to me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know you yet. I, um, I used to go to SF State, actually. I, um, I was an RA over at SF State. Yeah. That ended abruptly. 
Yeah. A girl on my floor actually died. She overdosed on heroin. Yeah. I don't see the big deal, though. You know, I didn't give her a lot. She needs to learn how to use her shit, but she can't because she's also dead. And I can take the rap for that one. You know, ever since I started doing stand-up comedy, everything I do, everything I do, and everything I say, I try to be funny. Like the time I thought I should tell a joke about Alex Trebek to my grandparents. I don't know if you guys know who Alex Trebek is, but he's the host of the long-time running show called Jeopardy. About a couple months ago, he uh, got diagnosed with stage four cancer. Yeah. So I guess you could say Alex Trebek's life's in jeopardy. <laughs> Grandparents did not like that joke. But then they wonder why Jeopardy hasn't been on. They just see reruns of Wheel of Fortune. Dumbasses. I, um, I was at another funeral. I was supporting a friend. One of her friends died. One of her roommates, actually. And one thing about this roommate is that she was really known for putting up decorations on their house. Like those, uh, those what do they call it? Like those live, laugh, love things. You know, and she had a lot of those in her section of the room. And um, I just wondered if she put those on her coffin, you know, lived, laughed, dead. I'm not really, I'm not really accepted at funerals anymore. <laughs> they don't, they don't like, they don't like me there. Well, I'm going to wrap things up, wrap things up with something that's, I hope is true one day. I uh, I just got my girlfriend pregnant about a month or so ago. Yeah. At this point in my life, I'm not ready to be a father. So, and call me old-fashioned, but I'm not the kind of person to take her to some old dusty warehouse and have somebody put a rusty knife in her cooch. That's not how I do business. Yeah, no, it's, it's disgusting. Planned Parenthood is disgusting. So what I did, what I did, is I, uh, I took her to an amusement park. Yeah, took her to an amusement park and put her on every roller coaster at least twice. That was to, you know, cheer her up after I punched her in the stomach. <laughs> My name's Elijah. You guys have been a great audience. Elijah, everybody, the one and only. Remember, all right, rule for every other set after, you close with an abortion joke, all right? Should have mentioned this at the top. We are doing uh, six-minute sets. If I was a real host, I would have told you that in advance. Um, also, uh, for those of you sticking around, I'm hosting another mic right after this. It's my first mic at a venue too fucking nice for open mics. Don't know why they're letting me do it. It's at Manny's. It's right by the 16th Street BART station. Sounds like a weirdly large number of people are coming for an open mic, so y'all should, should come. It's a very diverse lineup of comics, too. Actually... Like, you know, like I said uh, at the top, apparently I come across as genderless to some people too. I'm also very ethnically ambiguous. So really, I'm just a prototype for the future of humanity. We're like all just gonna be beige and like, just you can't place them anywhere sexually or ethnically or anything like that. Your next comic though, you can place both ethnically and sexually. He's the very, very funny Kelly Evans, everybody. Also, please donate, please donate. <laughs> Yeah, everybody, don't forget $2. If you got $2, put it in that very tiny bucket that overflows. Like, 
I wish I don't feel like we're donating that money to where it should be overflowing that often. It just means uh, as much as I love Pam, she's not really staying on top of the, the the dollar bucket. You know, come on, you fucking stole my insult for you, you piece of shit. I'm so. <laughs> I was gonna say you're our asexual future, but you know what? You fucking said it, so I guess I can't anymore. God damn it! All right, you know what? I'm gonna do that later. That's fine. I'm from Texas. We talked about this just a moment ago. I'm from Texas, yeah. And uh, a lot of people have negative feelings about Texas. Um, you know, people are like, you guys know you're like the number one producer and refiner of oil? And I was like, yeah, that's bad. But also, we're the number one in executions, too. So controlling the population, one wrongfully convicted criminal at a time. You know, that's what I'm saying. Innocent, guilty, who cares, right? They're poor. Um, <laughs> Too much? Okay, that's fine. I'm poor too, so, you know, just, it could happen to anybody. Uh, let's stay on more positive material. Let's talk about me a little bit. Um, my mom, very interesting person. She's a very sexual woman. You think you're uncomfortable? I had to listen to her. <laughs> talk, I had to listen to her talk about, listen, hey, fucking calm down, all right? Jesus Christ, what is wrong with you? I mean, yes, she also had very loud sex, but that's not, that's neither here nor there. The sec, she was, how do I put this? She was always giving me just very, very questionable advice uh, because evidently in seventh grade, uh, it's not a good idea to tell all the kids on your bus, my mom says masturbation is perfectly healthy. <laughs> that's a ticket to getting your ass kicked repeatedly, right? He understands me. That's why I worship him. Okay, worship him. <laughs> the sex talk was also weird. I mean, it started off all right. You know, she told me that I should, you know, find somebody that I'm in love with, um, that it would mean a lot more, that, you know, you care about each other, and that adds something to it. And then also, doggy style offers the best penetration. That's just in case you needed to know. She got me. Thanks, Mom. Appreciate it. Didn't need the eye contact when you said it, though. That was weird. Uncomfortable. More uncomfortable than that is I told my girlfriend that joke recently, and she was like, well, I don't know. I don't think that's necessarily true. That's, like, not right for everyone, which just made me think, no, just my mom likes doggy style a lot, evidently. Great. Now I have to think about that. What the fuck? It's the worst conversation we've had yet, and we broke up last night. No, we're still... I forgave her. She's hot. Anyway... It's truth, you know, I'm weak-willed. <laughs> just, uh, she's also smart, so it's smart, attractive. Uh, you could, I mean, you could do really anything at that point. I'm very forgiving, you know? Um, <laughs> you know how few smart people there are out there? It's, it's sad, it's in these streets. I mean, there are intelligent people, and I'm just talking right now. Uh, has anybody been on Bumble or Tinder, or is anybody also in their 30s right now? For the love of God, nobody here. We got one, all right, maybe. You can understand this. You look like you could be in your 30s. I don't know. I don't know. You're ageless, actually. I don't. I have a hard time. Okay. We'll keep walking. Um, the thing about being in your 30s, like on Tinder or Bumble, is that all the women are, like, looking for something serious. They're like, ah, yeah, you know, tie this shit down because the clock's ticking. Uh, but the thing about Tinder in San Francisco is that they're also all, like, Yale graduates uh, or Stanford graduates. Uh, so you're like, oh, fucking great. They're really bright. But then, like, I don't know. They're just... 
so hyper focused on producing a baby that there is like what the fucking these stupid conversations that I've had it's just it's like in a, a I'm like having an interview you're like what have you done for the last five years did you like that job was it good what do you make annually I don't like those shoes what are you wearing right now where do you shop are you okay how big is your bedroom no square footage seriously what do you it's like what the fuck is wrong with you I thought we were just gonna have sex this is tender right did I miss that I fucking missed the sex tender. Now I'm in the awkward pressured dates tender. Um, so that's what you got to look forward to. Fucking get married now and then divorce. Because evidently in your 40s, everybody's on a fuck again. <laughs> like that's like I talk to 40-year-old people and they're like, oh, Tinder's great. Nobody wants any sort of like, everybody's been married twice. Nobody wants to know you or talk to you or fucking spend any time with you that's not related to sex. I'm like, what? I need to change my age range. That's the problem. All right. It's like I'm trying to fuck with these same age bitches i don't say i don't mean that i don't know <laughs> i don't mean that i shouldn't say that that's i i respect women um <laughs> do you ever know anybody that uh takes baths like i had a roommate i had a couple roommates actually and they're like they spend like an hour in the bath i just like the bath is the most disgusting way to fucking that's not cleaning yourself you're just stewing at that point you know why I know baths are horrible because we invented showers. We, like, we developed the technology. It's archaic. It's like 1800s technology. They used to wash multiple people in the same water. Throw the baby out with the bathwater is a saying for a fucking reason because the water is so dark because you're disgusting people. You're all sicking me. You're dirty. I don't know. I just, now I'm just ranting. Thank you very much. That's my time. Welcome back, Murat. Get your wallet, Kelly. He just beat me with the wallet. Give it up for dirty, dirty people, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm on some dating apps. I'm not on Tinder or Bumble. I'm on OkCupid because I'm not fucking around. I'm looking for the one. Uh, OkCupid has this premium feature, if you hadn't heard. It's called a boost. Now, what a boost is, a little bit of cash. Guarantee 200 people see your profile in just five minutes. What a deal. I'm single. I'm ready to mingle. Let's give it a shot. Five minutes later, not a single like. <laughs> I think they need to redo the marketing on the OkCupid Boost. I think it should go, for $1.99, you too can relive high school 25 times in the span of five minutes on one sad, stoned Sunday evening. This guy, your next comic might also be on OkCupid, but I don't know. We should connect, man. Uh, or not. Uh, please make it loud for Cody Abe. Uh, I am on OkCupid. I did use the boost. Uh, uh, same thing. Five minutes, nothing. Um, I'm also, I also did the same thing with my resume. And guess what? I fucking got a job. No, just kidding. There was nothing. There was nothing. I didn't get anything. Uh, I think the resume one was worse because uh, I, I at least get matches on Tinder. I, no one gets me back on my resume for some reason. It's uh, ridiculous. Um, I guess that's what I get for trying to do, be a software engineer or some shit. I don't know. Anyway, um, I got a dick joke for you guys. Yeah. Uh, the stereotype is that Asians can't have uh, massive cocks. Yeah, right? For me, that's definitely true because I don't own a farm. <laughs> that's, the, that's the setup to the... Punchline, Kelly. I thought 
the subversion of expectations. Yeah, okay. A <laughs> uh, bunch of false premises in this brain. Um, I don't know, whatever. Just like uh, uh, I went to Taco Bell the other day because I have no respect for my colon at all. Uh, it's a weird thing. People like shit on Taco Bell all the time, but uh, they still go. And uh, I'm, I'm no different, you know? I'm no different. Uh, might not go back, though, because last time I went, uh, after I ordered my uh, Chalupa Cravings box with a cheesy gordita crunch and three uh, soft tacos, all fresco or whatever. Fres um, that one's funny if you go to Taco Bell a lot. Um, and uh, I walk over to the hot sauces because you know you can. They some of them can let you take your own hot sauce. The Diablo salsa. Next to it, there's a warning. Uh, the warning is, this warning is probably the most straightforward yet vague thing I've ever seen in my life. It said, cancer and reproductive harm, dash. That's all it said, like an ad lib that uh, you don't want to finish. Because, uh, let me tell you, anything that's, any sentence that starts off with cancer and reproductive harm can't end well. Right? Unless it's cancer and reproductive harm will not be a result of your uh, Taco Bell meal that you're about to enjoy. Or uh, cancer and reproductive harm is, uh, I fucking wrote a tag and I can't, whatever. Next one. Um, fuck medical dramas. Uh, I hate them. I hate them because you don't really see like the boring shit, you know? Like, you don't see, like, a kid that broke his arm skateboarding. It's always the kid that broke his arm skateboarding, but also has leukemia that he didn't know about. Or, like, it's like a, it's never somebody with a headache, you know, never something where they can just uh, say, oh, you're dehydrated or whatever. It's a headache because her twin has, fucking a, has a fucking brain tumor. What the fuck? It's never just, oh, uh... Uh, it's never just, oh, uh, he collapsed and uh, because of, you know, again, like lack of electrolytes or some shit. Uh, no, he has HIV, but that's not the bad part because, as, as we know, HIV is not a death sentence. Like you, it's curable. The bad part is that he has to now tell his wife that he cheated on. Like what? Now they're bringing fucking like, oh, God, it, it, the, the rabbit holes they go down uh, are so convoluted. Um, well, just keep it to crime dramas, I think. Uh, I, I, I don't mind those. Um, but, uh, so at the age of six, I lost my father. Uh, but then I found him. As we put his urn into the mausoleum. <laughs> yeah, dead dad joke. Um, Fucking Elijah. I mean, this, it's your stepdad, so it doesn't matter, right? Like, my, that was my real dad. That, that fucking matters, man. It like it kind of like messed me up, dude. Like it, it um, like there's like a lot of disadvantages not growing up with a father. Uh, like you, you can't. There's no one to teach you how to shave. You know, maybe uh, change your oil in in your car or some shit if your dad's good with cars. Uh, no one to teach you how to roll joints. No one. Uh, 
I learned eventually. I did. I did. I'm pretty good, I think. Uh, I haven't rolled a joint in years because of vape pens. Those are awesome. Um, uh, but uh, I did have a loving mother. She was awesome. She was great. Uh, and uh, you, she taught me how to roll joints. So that's 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 how I learned. Um, no, but as a kid, I would get into trouble a lot. Uh, I was pretty mis mischievous. Um, and I would get punished by my mother a lot. And uh, if you don't know how to use context clues, connect the dots there. That means she stole my weed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I love my mother to death, just like my father. <laughs> just like my father. Um, but yeah, I did smoke weed. Uh, I did smoke weed for the first time when I was 16. I got high for the first time when I was 18 because I didn't know that you had to inhale the weed. And uh, like my 16-year-old self was so prideful that he didn't think that it was the, the that it was his fault. It was the weed's fault. And or uh, th that it was oh, whatever. Fuck it. I fucked that up. I thought I was immune to weed, guys. Fuck it. Thank you. Code Abe, everybody. I'm not fucking immune to weed. My parents just caught up on the whole weed craze. They were uh, uh, straight edge their whole life. And then they were like, hey, Murad, can you hook us up with some weed? Which was a weird thing to hear from people who used to ground you for getting caught with weed. Uh, but I was like, sure. So I gave them my shittiest eighth by far. Like just my like fucking $10 value discount eighth. And they called me out on that shit. They tried smoking it and they were like, what's that asparagus you fucking gave us, dude? This shit is weak. My parents who had never smoked before could even tell I'd ripped them off. So uh, not a great salesman. <laughs> uh, coming up next to the stage. I haven't seen him around, but I bet he's funny as fuck. Give it up for Brandon, everybody. Thank you, sir. Guys, y'all all right? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, my name is Brandon. I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, I know I sound like I should be like guarding a Confederate monument or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, on top of that, I, I, you know, I know this haircut makes me look like a Hitler youth camp counselor. It is not a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, man, there's something about the blonde hair and blue eyes. It just fucking like, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's uh. You ever wonder why Nazis had such bad taste in mustaches, great taste in haircuts? I mean, like, and that's. I mean, the fucking the, like, you can look that up. Like, those pictures are there. You know, that mustache was shit. Yeah. Every haircut, remarkable. Every every one of them. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so on top of being afflicted with this horrible twang, I'm dealing with the fact <clears throat> that uh, uh, my voice conflicts with my personality. It's like I, you know, I listen to mostly hip hop. I know I sound like I should be yodeling. If if I'm in some biggie, it's kind of like uh, tall ladies in the place with style and grace. It's like what the fuck? Is, what the fuck is happening? I mean, you know, I, I can get away with it. You know, you don't want to hear me do it more than once, but I mean, you know, it's not it's not too bad. But like, they get me in trouble sometimes. They like, say I roll up on like four or five black dudes. I'm rocking earbuds. I'm like, you know, off of some Wu Tang. I'm like, you best protect your neck. Like fucking bro, whatever. With no musical accompaniment. <laughs> That's like an open invitation to kill Whitey, yeah. Like, I mean, straight up. Like, I'm, I'm just asking for it. Like, yeah, for real. 
So I'm probably going to have to run from that situation. I get it. You know, it's nothing, you know, I'm not going to make it very far. I mean, let's face it, it's the only white dude to ever successfully outrun a group of black dudes is Bruce Jenner. He's not even with us anymore. <laughs> what chance do I have? I don't, not, not a chance in hell. Uh, <laughs> so um, I'm, I, I'm uh, in a relationship with this beautiful woman right here. Uh, yeah, it's great, man. She's awesome, super supportive, smart. Yeah, um, she's got some weird intimacy issues. Like, like she'll like she loves just like sit on my face, but won't fart in my presence. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a do I've I've done that joke in uh, I guess four states and. Uh, across the board it's it's a relatable it's a relatable issue and it turns out that she's just way more concerned about her risk of embarrassment than she is my risk of pink eye <clears throat> yeah I was, I, you know i don't know what that's going to extrapolate to in the future but nah, it'll be all right right now um <laughs> so i'm also um i'm in another relationship i got a really bad relationship with money um really due to the fact that I'm in an open relationship with drugs. Uh, you know, it's not a good uh, good economic situation there. And I got some kind of fucking pollen in my back or some shit. Um, if that was a piece of weed, I don't know how it got on my back. Um, so, yeah, I... Open relationship with drugs. I started out strong, bro. I was seeing all of them, right? Older I get, I'm just like fucking like, you know, losing them one by one to younger younger dudes. Yeah. It's like, dude, fucking to date a bunch of drugs. <laughs> bitches cost money. You can call bitches, you can call drugs bitches. I mean, straight up, like, they've been replaced, you know? Like, uh, <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, people look at me crazy in the South when I say bitches, man. Like, it's like, what the fuck, you know? Like, what, what can't you say anymore? People don't want you to talk about all kinds of shit these days. It's like masturbation, you know? That's a touchy subject. You know, I mean, fucking, <laughs> holy fuck, people get bent out of shape. And it's like... Why I had a lady tell me I'm like, you know, fucking masturbation wasn't natural. I was like, it's totally natural. It's cleanup process that's fucked up. That's you know that's where like the fucking shame and you know embarrassment comes in. Yeah. So I was just, you know fucking you know the closest to mass murder most of us would get. Yeah. You ever wonder if, like, you know, you know, it's like one sperm fertilizes egg. You ever wonder, like, you know, mm, well, I made it. I was the, the sperm that fucking that, that won. How true is that? What if another sperm won and it was still you? Uh, fucking, I, I don't know, man. All right, so, um. I like to take old phrases and uh, and give them new life, like shit that we don't really say anymore, right? Like uh, uh, Kelly said earlier, he said, uh, "Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater." No, nah, that depends. Yeah, did you drown the baby in that bathwater? I'm not a snitch. 
That's its evidence. You get rid of the bathwater and the baby. Um, last one is this. <laughs> they say uh, they say the children should be seen, not heard. If you hear anybody saying that today, they are probably watching kitty porn on mute. Brandon, everybody. Thank you, Brandon, for following the rule of closing on an abortion joke. Like I said early, thank you very much. Also, give it up for Killin' Whitey, everybody. Yeah. Actually, let's get a chant going, all right? Let's start this chant. Uh, let's chant races, not racist, like races, plural, just in harmony. All right. Races, 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 races. All right. On that note, Next, coming up to the stage, very funny, Ryan Schooley. I have no idea why we all just started chanting races, but I went along with it, and that's probably not a good habit to get into. Just a uh, uh, bunch of people chanting shit. I'll join in. I don't know what this is about. This is <laughs> that's uh, that's how uh, Reich one through three started. I think is. <laughs> People just joining into chants that they didn't understand. Did did Kelly leave? Kelly's out of here. He he pieced. He uh he's smoking a cigarette. He, he was talking about his mom uh, as a sexual being, <laughs> giving sex advice. I had the opposite mother growing up. A very very different experience. She pulled me out of every sexual education class, um, all the way until high school until she couldn't do it anymore. And so I was like in eighth grade. I had no idea how any of that shit worked. One of my friends made like a masturbation joke to me and I'm like, I didn't know that had a name. That was, <laughs> I thought that was a little secret between me and my sock drawer. That was just, you know, <laughs> old thing. But uh, yeah, man, happy to be here with you guys. I'm, um, I'm glad, I'm glad, you know, we got, we got a, a couple over here. I'm, I'm, I'm in a relationship too. I'm getting ready to propose to my girl actually. That's the thing. <laughs> That I'm doing, fuck yeah! It's uh, it's exciting. I, I want it to be special. I want it to be romantic. But what I will not do, what I will not do in my proposal is I will not propose with a motherfucking plane. Like I'm not gonna get rent one of those planes with the banners that says "Will you marry me?" Horrible thing. It's a selfish thing to do because while you get to share the perfect proposal, the perfect moment with your girl. Dozens of other guys are walking through the city. They have to look their girlfriend in the eye and be like, that is not your plane. That is a plane for another woman, right? You know, you, you have a beautiful moment with your girl. A lot of other couples walk home in silence and that's not a fair thing to do to anybody. And honestly, I think if, uh, I think if you really want to like wreck, if you're a person with hate in your heart, like if you want to wreck havoc with a motherfucking plane and you hijack a plane, don't fly into a building. Skyright marry me on Valentine's Day. That's the way to inflict maximum damage with the plane, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. Dead dad, dude. Fuck yeah. Dead stepdad. All I have is a dead grandparent, which honestly, barely better than a dead dog. Like, I'm so far down the list of dead dead experiences like i i'm ashamed to be in the room with you guys like you guys <laughs> hell yeah guys um death good times um what do i want to talk about yeah man my girlfriend uh i you know 
I I love her. She is a she's the person that I confide in the most. Uh, you know, I trust the most, which is tough sometimes because she's also one of the most brutally honest people I know. You know, like I'll I'll tell her stuff sometimes, and, and she'll she will respond in a, in a way that I some could consider insensitive. You know. Like I'm a, I'm a pretty, um, this one time we were walking, we were walking home. Uh, we just had just hung out with a couple of her coworkers. I'm very shy and introverted when I first meet people and I'm very self-conscious about it. I was, I was venting to her. I'm like, oh man, I bet you they think I'm a fucking weirdo. You know, do, do your friends ever like ask you like why I was so quiet and nervous when, when I first meet them? And she's like, honestly, I think they talk about you on their way home. And they were on their way home at that moment, so that was not a great, a great thing to do. Um, my girlfriend's my girlfriend's black. Got a black girlfriend. Pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, can we all start chanting "Black girlfriend" right now? Black girlfriend, black girlfriend, black girlfriend, black. Gr okay, cool. That was too many. That was too many black girlfriends chanted in one. You gotta, you gotta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stomping is. <laughs> Um, yeah, me, uh, my girlfriend, uh, she and I, we went to the, this, this thing in Oakland. It's called the Black Joy Parade. It's, it's, it's fucking dope. It's just like a, a cultural celebration. Um, my girlfriend was super into it. You know, she's got a lot of pride in her roots. She, she got this free sticker she was pumped about. She's like, Ryan, I'm going to take this sticker. I'm going to put it in our front window so that everybody walking by our building will see that sticker. And guys, that front window happens to be my home office. So if you're walking by my building from nine to five on a weekday, here's what you're gonna see. You're gonna see a sticker that says black and proud. Then you're gonna see me on my laptop. Those are the two things you're gonna see together, you know? <laughs> black and proud, black and proud, black and proud. All right, that was weird to chant. That was, <laughs> that was the weirdest one yet. One minute? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> no, I understood. I, I was, all right. Riffing, guys. I am not good at it. Um, what do we want to end on? Uh, I was uh, I was watching. I was watching a James Bond movie the other day. I uh, I don't I don't buy James Bond as a spy. I don't know about you guys. He's not not a believable spy to me because like spies are supposed to be sneaky. They're supposed to avoid detection. And James Bond drives a fucking Ferrari in every movie. Like, he should be driving, like, a, a, a car that blends in, like a beaten-up piece of shit, you know? Like, I feel like um, the beginning of every James Bond movie, instead of they play the music and he pulls the gun, it should be five minutes of him trying to start his car. Like, that's how the fucking movie... All right, you guys have been great. Keep it going for Murad. Ryan Schooley, everybody. Speaking of black and proud... Uh, my ambiguous nature has a lot of people wondering uh, if I'm black or not. And I know there's some confusion because uh, white people dap me up, but black people just shake my hand. <laughs> like uh, white people tend to just assume I'm black, but black people say, nah, you're not black, but like maybe you can say the N word. Uh, and clearly, uh, by the way I phrase that, I did not take them up on their offer. I doubt your next comic did either. <laughs> That's a great way to bring them up. Everybody make it loud for Matthew Quirk. Something else you probably never experienced. I fight well enough to say it anyway. Anyway. Uh, by the way, 2019, we now call our black girlfriends our girlfriends. Yeah, girlfriend, girl. 
Uh, and I know it's real sad that your dad died and all, but you didn't need him to teach you how to shave. You're Asian. I mean, that's, I don't feel sorry for you for that at all. Okie dokie. So uh, everybody here all up on Endgame, right? The Avengers Endgame through our movie. Everyone's like, where are you going to piss? When are you going to piss? What are you going to do about piss? Dude, I want to know what I'm going to do about three-hour parking. That's the fucking, that's the thing that needs solving. Uh, anywho, speaking of the Avengers, you guys all saw the previous Avengers, right? Where Thanos snapped his fingers. You didn't see it? Well, I'm going to spoil her for you. Thanos snaps his fingers and kills like half of the living things on Earth because they're using up too many resources. And uh, he killed Groot. Groot wasn't using any resources. He's a fucking tree. <laughs> What's the deal? So I recently heard an opioid executive uh, got arrested on a bribery scandal. Right. And what came out was that there's this one pharmaceutical rep who was doing lap dances to get doctors to buy her meds. Um, and I can't believe that the actual black market is more professional and ethical than the real pharmaceutical industry. I used to deal drugs. Nobody gave me a lap, dap, lap dance to buy their fucking shit. I just, cash only. Speaking of drugs, uh, a turtle was recently discovered by the um, the Coast Guard, all like wrapped in cocaine. And uh, those smugglers are in trouble because fucking with a sea turtle is a federal offense. A sea turtle. Not the drugs. Got it. Do you guys know who Castor Semenya is? Female runner, born female, lived female, is female. But for some reason, they measured her testosterone levels, and they say she can't compete. She has too much testosterone to be a female, even though she has a period, all that sort of stuff. And uh, actually, I can get behind this. I mean, if they could get rid of some of the dudes out there with too much testosterone, that would put like 15 more years on my rugby career. If we can get rid of all the heavy testosterone dudes. Oh, and by the way, we're going to war with Venezuela. You guys all up on this? Regime change. We're going to go to war with Venezuela, uh, which means cocaine is going to get a lot more expensive real, real soon. Real, real soon. All right. You guys all up on the conscientious rights that doctors are now able to deny services to human beings based on their religious and moral beliefs? Interestingly, they find a loophole in the Hippocratic Oath. But besides that, uh, the conscientious rights, it's all for religious and moral reasons. Strangely enough, denying people health care is neither religious nor moral. Interesting little loophole there. Let's see. Uh, right to deny health care. Oh, yes. And they're finally, you guys, this is good news. They finally found a way to provide you with health insurance without health care, thus preserving the job creator's in the health industry. Aren't you guys happy and proud? Good. Me too. Uh, anyway, I'm sort of for this. It's it, Originally, it's like to be LGBTQ, like that, that they don't have to deny if they don't believe in your lifestyle. But I'm ready to bring back health care like it's the New Testament or the Old Testament. Fuck, fucked it up. Like it's bring back the Old Testament health care. 
And uh, we can start doing stuff like, hey, man, no more Viagra. That's lust, right? You know, no more lipo. That's sloth. No more stomach stapling, right? Gluttony, right? No more boob jobs, right? That's pride. And maybe we can start denying all the rich people health care because they're obviously greedy and wrathful, right? So we can, we can do that, right? Oh, seeing Pam's legs again reminds me that last night she had a show for people with body dysmorphia. Uh, I don't know why I didn't get on it. I identify as beefcake. I should have been asked to be on that show. Huh, that's all this week. You guys can't remember last week, can you? How about last month? I got a sweet one for last month. Uh, do you guys remember the fire at the uh, Notre Dame Cathedral? Yeah, more like Notre Flame, huh? Yeah, it's French, Notre Flamme. Notre Flamme. Uh, anyway, so uh, also good news about last week. Uh, they're pulling back on all the uh, band, Notre, uh, band uh, Michael Jackson, the whole Silence Michael Jackson thing, which is great news for me because I don't think you guys realize how much the Silence no- Michael Jackson thing affected the local roller disco community, of which I'm a member. Anyway, uh, I was all upset because uh, everyone's like, oh, I, I, I'm for the victims. I'm for the victims. I'm like, all right, well, just leave us the Jackson 5 then. He was just a victim back then. All right. Thanks. Matthew Quirk, everybody. Uh, Yeah, Notre Dame burning down. Uh, I don't really have a lot of sympathy for it. Uh, Consider it from my perspective. I'm Egyptian. The Louvre is filled with four stories of our shit, and they didn't exactly borrow any of it. Feeling bad for France for losing a historical monument is kind of like feeling bad uh, for your klepto roommate for finally getting caught shoplifting at the Bed Bath & Beyond. Like, oh, it sucks you got a rap sheet, dude, but also stop fucking stealing my toothpaste. Uh, but your next comic didn't steal anything from me. In fact, she just gives and gives and gives. Everybody, please make it loud for Pam Benjamin. <laughs> Every time I come in, something happened to this weird satanic thing over here. I'm like, no, it's a piece of art. Don't touch it. Uh, Does anybody else smoke tons and tons and tons of weed? Is it just me? I was just back there using the new mutiny bong. I'd like to thank, I guess, I don't know, Mark Neuer, Capital, who gave us the bong? I don't know. We have a bong here now. It's very exciting. I've only spilled it twice. And it's so nice because it's really clean. And my bong at home, I've been getting zits on my face. Uh, because my bong is like only in this one area because of my bong. Is this not a problem for anybody else? Maybe I should shower more or wash my face or my bong, whatever. I do love smoking pot though. Uh, Have you ever smoked so much weed that you forget how your own shower works? Has that ever happened? No, it's too hot, it's too cold, where am I? It's like airbnb in your own home. What's all this cat litter doing here? Why am I paying for this? My house is very messy. My cat litter is this weird compostable litter made of little bits of wood so that my cat can feel like he's in nature. And he just, they're all over the house. It's disgusting. There's nothing I can do. The other thing he does now, and I swear he doesn't have fleas, but he must because one of those little pieces of live rice came out his butt. He was like, ah! (laughs) It's it's a worm, but it looks like a a live piece of rice. And I'm like, this is terrible. My life is... 
falling apart. That's okay. I used to be, I, <laughs> I got an MFA in poetry years and years and years ago. It was a really, really poor decision. Because I'm never, it was a good decision, I guess. I'm a master of my craft, but I'm never going to make any money. I can't figure out how people are supposed to make money with like a poetry degree, right? What are you supposed to do with it? And I thought about it a little. I'm like, well, I guess I could write lyrics for songs. Those people make money, right? That's like a real thing. And so I thought I'd write lyrics for death metal. Well, there's only like nine words in those songs anyways, right? So it should be pretty easy. The first song I wrote deals with end rhyme. Right? That's the rhyming, the end of words. It goes like this. I have the worst room. Oops, soup. No, I'm running an old joke, and I just went to the punchline instead of the beginning. Here we go. It is. I haven't run this joke in a really long time, which is why I'm... Let me go back. Let me go back, because fuck it. This is a room full of comics, and I need to run my joke, so I'm going to run my fucking joke. So lyricism it's the way people make money how do you make money I'm like oh my god I'm gonna write lyrics for death metal there's only like nine words in that song anyway right so the first one is about things people like puppies kittens unicorns lots of porn did you know that people like porn and end rhyme it's the rhyming at the end it makes them feel complete uh, the second song I wrote uh, it's dealing with embedded rhyme or assonance, which is the rhyming between words, and it goes like this. At dawn, we chainsaws. That assonance is the aw sound. It's about carving up a dead bloated whale. It's, not, it's very, very metal, you know, it's very metal. Um, and the last song I wrote is, I think it's going to be my big money maker, and it's called 23 Year Olds Lament. I have the worst roommate. Knock, knock, knock on the door while I masturbate. Oh, mom, why do I live with my mom? That's a death growl. That's convention of death metal. Okay, thank you. I wanted to run that joke. It's been a while. It has been. There's a lot of jokes I wrote a long time ago, and I'm like, oh, those were jokes. Those were things I used to say out loud to people. Ha, 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 ha. That are like, you know, schmackty. Oh, I have this one. Did you guys know there's this new gang in Walnut Creek? I know. They're a bunch, they're a bunch of little Christians, and they've been, they've been fucking with some atheists. They, they found out this one little fat boy was an atheist, and so they pinned him down, and they stuffed bread rolls into his mouth, and they were like, this is his body broken for you! And then a teacher went in the bathroom, and they found them drinking a bottle of Clodoval. You know? They're drinking the... The, the gang's actually called the Bloods of Christ. You guys, they're... They found this other little atheist boy and then they pinned him down too and they did that thing with the spit and they were like, you know, and it, it just went right onto his face. You know what he did? He turned the other cheek. Okay. The funniest part of that joke is that I try to suppose that there's a gang in Walnut Creek. <laughs> You're like a gang of what? Yes, exactly. Like really rich skateboard posers. Like none of them can actually skate, but they have really great boards. They just walk around with them and look cool. That's good. Walnut Creek. I come from a terrible place. 
Um, let's see what's another. Oh my God, this used to be a joke, but let's see if it, it maybe it's too, maybe it's too homophobic. Everything I learned about giving a blowjob, um, I learned from watching Brazilian tranny porn. Have you ever seen that? I didn't even know you could do that with a dick. I didn't even know you were supposed to. Do you want me to do that with your, is that what, is that what people want? I just saw open mouths and slapping and I was like, what is this? What is this? Um, I must have to finish on one real thing. I don't want to do whiskey, dude. What do I want to run? An old fucking one-liner. I can't think of anything. Um, I'll just do summer. No, I fuck it. Fuck it. I don't care. Bye. Yay. Fuck it, ladies and gentlemen. That was Pam Benjamin. All right. Uh, we got one more comic up. One on the way. Let's see when he gets here. Uh, we're going to go ahead give everybody another three minutes after this because uh, why the fuck not? Maybe even another four minutes because half the room just cleared out. Uh, we'll play it by ear. Also, just as another reminder, I know I said at the top of the show, I have a, my inaugural mic and possibly the finale of my mic uh, at Manny's uh, right by the 16th Street BART station after this. Uh, full up right now, but if you stick around, might be able to get you up towards the end. Or if you just show up and show Manny's that uh, people actually give a fuck about this, they might make it a regular thing. And then you'll go up in the future. It'll be great. Uh, you know what else is great? Uh, this transition to your next comic. Please give it up, everybody, for Vishal Call. Keep it going from Rod, everybody. He's doing a great job pulling double host and duty. All right, I know what you guys are thinking when I walk up here. Oh, no. This skinny-ass little brown boy wandered into this open mic and thought that he could raise money for his startup. <laughs> uh, you're only half right. Uh, yes, if you're a VC, talk to me after the show. Uh, no, I'm not skinny. It's worse. I'm this thing, uh, skinny fat. You know, skinny fat is like when you got uh, skinny little muscles, but you got a little a little tum-tum, you know, a little tum-tum over here. Uh, worst of both worlds. It's like, uh, it's like being bad at math and Indian. <laughs> uh, it's not all bad being skinny fat, though. Like, if I haven't eaten all day and the lighting is perfect, and I tug my tummy fat all the way down, you can see how deeply insecure I am. <laughs> uh, so hot take, controversial opinion, I love white people. I love white people because whenever I talk to you guys, you do this extremely sweet thing. You go out of your way to teach me about Indian stuff. It uh, doesn't matter that these are the same things that I got shot on for doing as a kid. Now that white people have discovered them, it's new and it's, it's yours. <laughs> um, my friend the other day, she was talking to me and she's like, Vishal, you have got to try this new thing. They have it at Pete's. It's only at Pete's. And they put it in their chai lattes. It is called turmeric. <laughs> uh, whenever this kind of stuff happens now, though, like I try to, uh, you know, I try to pay back the favor. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks so much, Kayla. Thank you so much. By the way, you have got to try out this new fad that they have. Uh, you love it. It's called uh, skiing. Um, hey, Brandon. Uh, you know, you got to try out this exotic new spice that they got over at Trader Joe's. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but uh, you should try it out. It's called mayonnaise. Oh, man, I can't hang out this week, and I'm so sorry. I'm doing this, like, full-body spiritual retreat sort of thing. But you are totally welcome to join. Uh, it's called square dancing. 
Mm. Uh, I get it though. Like white people, like some of you just want like your own culture, right? And like that's why I think y'all flip out over Twenty Three and Me, because <laughs> you'll never see an Asian person be like, "I hope I'm eight percent Cherokee." <laughs> but for white people, yeah, it's like <laughs> you're like, finally, maybe my chance to be interesting. <laughs> It's like a lottery. You're playing the lottery, right? Like, best case, you're a little black or brown. A little bit below that, you're yellow, beige. Worst case, pure white. A little bit above that, Jewish. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think it's cool, though. Like, uh, white people, you have done, you did what Indian people never could, though. And that is, you made Indian stuff cool. <laughs> Jury's out, turmeric is in. <laughs> And I think it's great. Like, you should be able to have our stuff. I think that's awesome. But, like, I think maybe it should be a trade, you know, just to be a little fair. Like, you can have tikka masala. <laughs> like, that's Americanized. You know, that's like the uh, general so's chicken of Indian food. Uh, you can have tikka masala, but at least give us back Priyanka Chopra. <laughs> uh, and, like, Priyanka Chopra, I just got to ask you a question. Like, of all the white people that you could have married, did it have to be Nick fucking Jonas? <laughs> like, anyone but a Jonas brother. I don't know. I shouldn't judge, though. Like, you're right. I shouldn't judge. Like, I date white women as well. But th I think that's just because I love telling them that I own an elephant back in India. And, like, to be fair, you can't prove that I don't. And if you think that it's messed up that I am lying to sleep with people, then you are correct. You're correct. Ron, how much time do I have left? Two minutes. Oh, man. Time to do more than I thought I did. Or, okay. Uh, no. Okay. I'll just do one thing and get out of here. Um, so, this is my big closer, guys. This is my big closer. I'm trying to run my, my set for your show tonight, Murad. Your mic. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I think the word cocksucker, terrible insult. Terrible insult because if you're sucking cocks, uh, thank you for your service. <laughs> Like, that should be a badge of honor, you know, like the few, the proud, the cocksuckers, right? Um, I think there's a lot of parallels between sucking cocks and being in the military, right? Like, uh, they both start when an older man with a clipboard lies to you in high school. Uh, um, and that's why we need reparations, right? Like, if you have ever sucked a cock, I think that you should be able to go to college for free. That's what I think. Bernie Sanders right here, baby. Uh, fuck the G.I. Joe program, G.I. Ho, baby. I think you should be able to go to college for free, and I think you should also be able to board up first on airplanes, and they should announce that shit like, now boarding all active duty cocksuckers. Uh, how much time do I have left? I wonder if I can do like a one-liner or something up here. I'll do, a, I'll do a real quick one. So guys, uh, my ex drunk texted me this weekend. Guess how long ago we dated? Five years ago, all right? I haven't spoken to this woman since the Obama years. <laughs> like, things things have changed. Like, the world was completely different back when we dated. Like, five years ago, uh, I didn't have to hide under my covers and uh, put on headphones to watch a Louis C.K. special. Like, I could do that shit in public without shame. All right, thanks for the stage time. Thanks, everybody. Keep declaratively giving people the fist bump. They don't want it. They want the handshake. You know what I mean? Thought I'd lead. Thought if I had that confidence, the greeting would go my way. No, I am the beta even in uh, the transitions between comics.
Few the proud, the cocksuckers. I like that line a lot. That's a funny line. Give it up for having sex in the army, people. Yeah. I ask and I tell. Get it? No. Okay. Anyway. All right. So we are going to start round two. It isn't a lightning round because it's three minute sets, not one minute sets. So I guess it's like a thunder round or something like that. Or, or we could just give Hunter a regular size set right now, right now. Hunter, you ready to get up on the stage, buddy? Uh, six minutes. Yeah. All right, bro. Here you go, dude. Hunter Uniac. Uniac. I got it right. I love the confidence that until he said my last name. Yeah. Also, I lied. I'm not ready at all, but we're going to get through this shit, guys. How are we all fucking doing? Fuck yes. I'm excited, guys. I got a girlfriend. Super happy about that. Treated like a goddess. And I'm an atheist, which means I don't believe in her. You know, that's fun. I treat her like a goddess. I'm trying to. You know, I'm trying to treat her like a goddess, so yeah, I respect her as much as... I respect her like 80% of every male god. Yeah, no, it doesn't work. That's okay, guys. It's all right, though, guys. I, um, I'm trying to treat her like a goddess, but she doesn't like it. So like, fuck it. I'll treat her like God, because God can be a woman, too, right? So I give her um, $2 every Sunday morning, and I don't talk to her for the rest of the week. You know, that's fun. She hates that joke, too. It's okay, though, guys. I, um... Some things I want to talk to you about. I, I was having lunch the other day, just sitting down, eating lunch, and some guy walks up to me. He goes, hey, man, is this place only for tickies, uh, techies and hipsters, or can anybody eat there? And that's a fucking weird question to ask. You know what I mean? I was like, dude, I'm writing my shit down on a notebook. Not a notebook with not something made out of like fucking processors, something made out of paper. Like, do you know what techies do? I can't afford a laptop, let alone the fucking food I just bought from this restaurant. You know how broke I am? They fucked up my order. I asked for spicy. They gave me mild, and now the universe is seeing fit to give me the heat that you're giving me. I don't fucking like it. I don't, though. It's fucking weird. Like, dude, do you see anybody here in button-downs tucked into khakis? No, this is not a fucking techie place. Yeah. Secondly, sir, this is a falafel stand. Like, there are... There are no fucking doors to let you in or out. There's no racist waiter who's going to block your entrance. There's no fucking waiter. You know, and after a while, the guy just looked at me. He's like, you know what, man? Fuck you for ignoring me and then walked away. And that's when I realized I've become so dissociated as a comic. I just wrote down my reply on my notebook without even talking to him. Fucking weird, though, guys. It is. Ooh, this is on here. I, um, I believe that human beings are not as smart as we think we are. I believe we're dumber than uh, we think we are for one simple reason. It took seven men, seven scientists to invent the squeegee. Like seven PhDs to invent the tool that homeless people use to assault your windshields with. Like it doesn't fucking make any sense, man. Seven scientists. It took them a hundred years to do it. A hundred fucking years. That's roughly one Mel Brooks worth of time. And all they came up at the end with it was fuck it. Let's strap on a rubber blade to a, a skinny bright red dildo and chalk that up for a win against humanity. Like it doesn't make any fucking sense, man. A hundred years. That means the guy who originally came up with the invention didn't live long enough to see it come to fruition, which kind of sucks. You know, I can see him on his deathbed just like going to something like, my son, perfect, the squeegee. And he died. And the squeegee wasn't what he said. That was his death rattle. And they were like, fuck it, let's name it after that. Like, that's his rosebud. Makes no fucking sense, people. It doesn't. I, um, some other things I want to talk to you guys about. That hot squeegee bit's going to be kind of funny in a couple of years. Don't worry. I, um, hmm. We're at five guys. It's a shit job. It means half of my coworkers are illegal immigrants, so they don't speak English. And the other half of my coworkers are high schoolers, so they speak even less English. <laughs> it's fucking weird, though, guys. Like, I'm, I'm not the same person I am at work when I'm out, you know, out just 
doing the shit I do. Like I'm, I, I have a, I, I'm a fucking mean person at work. Okay, why well, I work at Five Guys? I, I deal with people I don't understand me at all. Like I have, I have a resting bitch face at work. Okay, it's so bad that one day a customer looked at me and I was just like staring off into space and he goes, "Dude, I don't like how you're looking at me. Fuck yourself." And he walked out of the restaurant. Fucking weird, right? Me and my manager laughed it off, called him an asshole. 30 minutes later, I'm like waiting for my lunch break and she's on hers and then she stares at me and goes like, I don't like what, how you're looking at me. Get the fuck over here and we start arguing about this shit. Like it was fucking weird. Like I snapped, okay? It, it, I'm only working a four hour shift, by the way. All right? I, I, I argued with this person for two fucking hours, which means I got paid half of my shift to fucking play charades and argue with somebody who doesn't understand me. All right? At the end of it, I finally fucking snapped. What the fuck did I say? I haven't said this joke in like a year. What the fuck did I say? Oh, no. I said something mean, all right? I said something mean. <laughs> fuck it. I got to remember this. It was like on Mutiny Radio somewhere like two years ago. I got to fucking like go through all those things and be the first person to ever listen to this podcast. But oh, that's mean. No, but like I fucking, I said something, all right? I said something. I called her an asshole or something. And her mom in the back, who speaks less English than she does, starts freaking out and calls me a gringo El Diablo because apparently uh, she thought I told her daughter to go fuck yourself or something like that. Jesus fucking Christ, this joke is so funny if I remember the words. It's all right, people. It's weird, though, guys. It is. And here's a fucked up part about this shit, too. All right? She thought I was mad at her because I didn't get my lunch, but in reality, I was eating food in the back already, so who fucking cares? And here's the thing. I was lying. I did want to eat my lunch. And I fucking took them after, after a while. Ah, oh, fucking shit, guys. <laughs> fucking shit. You know how many notebooks I've lost of fucking material that just, I fucking, that's just gold that I wish I had? I had left a fucking notebook in the Warfield last week and I still haven't gotten it back. Yeah, nobody's gonna steal it. It's got like one fucking joke in there. All right. I'll leave you with something. Something. That's my time. Keep going for Murad. <laughs> Hunter, everybody. I, too, sympathize with Hunter because I don't know what I'm about to say in this moment. Uh, so instead of uh, doing a little banter, making guys laugh, being charming, I'm going to introduce your next comic, our final comic, and then we're moving on to the lightning round, thunder round. It's the thunder round. We're all getting three minutes because fuck it. Why not? All right, everybody, make it loud for Dan Aguinaga. Thank you. Hey, guys. I'm Dan Aguinaga. The poor man's Kelly Evans. <laughs> Kelly's just a little taller than me. Beard's a little fuller. Dick's, Dick's probably a little bigger too. I don't know, just from looking at, right? Everything's bigger in Texas, right, Kelly? I like you're better snazzily dressed than me, man. I can't compete with this. Okay, you want me to just work on my stuff now? Okay, cool. So when I'm not hanging out with you chuckleheads, I'm uh, working in advertising. Yeah, you've probably skipped my work. And uh, it's okay. It's pretty soul-crushing, actually, because uh, I just lie all day. Like, that's what advertising is. You just, it's lying. Uh, I think advertising, most advertising is lying, especially when it's advertising directed toward women. Like, have you guys noticed this recent trend that uh, makeup brands are telling women, they're, like, hopping on this, like, feminist bandwagon, and, and they're always saying the same statement. It's always, you're beautiful just the way you are. Have you guys noticed this? Yeah. Then why are you selling me makeup? It doesn't make any sense to me. That's why if I were a woman, I would buy all my makeup from Maybelline, right? Because Maybelline keeps it real, what they're advertising. 
You know what I mean? Like, just look at their slogan. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Catchy jingle. Kind of brutally honest, though, don't you think? Because <laughs> translation, maybe you're born pretty. Or maybe you weren't, and you might need some makeup. That's literally what that slogan is saying. Literally. Seriously, and it's true, too. I mean... Not everyone is pretty. Not all people are born pretty. Some men and women uh, come into this world and they're just impressively ugly. You know, you know, like, have you ever seen a face and you're just like, wow, like, I didn't know that was, that was possible. It's seriously. No, like, I just, uh, god damn it, thought that was going to do better. <laughs> uh, no, I just, I, I just like their stark, their stark stance on beauty. Like, it's very blunt. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's real, too. I think if any group of people would be able to, uh, to relate to this like blunt stance on, uh, on beauty that Maybelline has, it's trans women. Because trans women used to be men, and men are not really pretty for the most part. You know what I mean? So I feel like they'd understand that. Like, here's a commercial idea. Uh, you see a transgender woman strutting down Fifth Avenue, and she's just looking fierce, looking super sexy, you know, just turning heads. And you see this for like 20 seconds, and then you hear that slogan. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. But then, our little hottie just turns to camera, gives it a sultry look and goes, <coughs> definitely Maybelline. <laughs> definitely Maybelline. Uh, okay, cool, we got through that one. Uh, let's see, I used to be pretty ugly. Uh, in high school, I was a very ugly man. Uh, or a boy, I should say, because, um, yeah, because I've always looked younger. I went through a super awkward phase, right? We all have gone through awkward phases. This one was, like, extra awkward, though, because I've always looked younger than my age, right? I'm 33. Some people think I could pass for 23, and that translated back to high school. So when I was 13, I looked like a fetus. Like, I looked very young, yeah. It's usually nice when someone says you look younger than your age, but not when it's less than zero. And... Uh, yeah, Fetus was actually my nickname in high school. Yeah, yeah, that's what all the bullies called me because I was just, you know, swimming in puss. Um, yeah, swimming in puss. Don't act like you guys haven't swam in some puss, right? We've all swam in our mom's puss. We have? Hey, what? Have we not? Oh, just a bunch of robots here, I see. Hmm, okay. What, should I, what else do I want to talk about? So I have a pretty weird sense of humor. Uh, very dark, I've heard. Uh, and I agree. I just like dark humor. It's just it's what puts a smile on my face. And uh, one thing, it, it's so sad. But So I was with my friend last week, my friend Devin in LA. And we were going to his place to smoke a joint and just chill out. And we walk in, and he has this really cute English bulldog named Ninny Muggins. Ninny Muggins, it's a girl. Uh, like this big, beautiful, fat English bulldog with a snaggle tooth, adorable. So we walk into his apartment, and there is lying Ninny Muggins, uh, dead, on the floor. <laughs> and it was, this literally happened, and it was the saddest thing ever. Like we did, it was so sad we didn't know how to react. But just like Ninny Muggins' fat, lifeless body on the floor, and it was, her head was, uh, so like a, just like covered in um, her head was completely inside a leftover microwave popcorn bag <laughs> exactly it was it was the most sad thing ever but it was kind of the most adorable thing 
ever also. Like here lies Nitty Muggins, lifeless fat body on the floor. And it just looked like, it looked like one of those like cute memes people share where it's like, oh, Mondays, right? You know what I mean? Or it was like a 420 meme, like, oh, when you smoke a big bong and get the munchies. And there's Nitty Muggins' head inside a bag of popcorn. It was the cutest thing ever. All right, I'm going to end on that. Thanks, guys. Dead Angie Naga, everybody. All right, we're back. We're back. I unplugged the microphone. Yeah. Uh, if you ne ever need some vague diversity in one of your commercials, Dan, uh, just hit me up. Also, give it up for baby faces, everybody. Yeah. It's going to pay off for me, too. Uh, I feel like in 10 years, I'll finally look 18. It'll be great. I told somebody once as a joke that I had Pharrell syndrome because Pharrell ages so fucking slowly. And he just assumed that I had the disease Andy Milanakis has. <laughs> so not only did he not get it, he was like, oh, you look very young. Oh, of course you have a disease. Uh, anyway, my portion of Thunder Round, I'm going to do just two real quick jokes. Uh, I like to follow porn stars on social media for their brand of content. Uh, but you don't always get that. A lot of the times it's just everything that's fucking going wrong in their life. Uh, like I found that following porn stars on Snapchat is a really great way to keep up on the latest dog surgery trends. It's like, oh, little Patches has ocular melanoma in both his eyes, so mommy has to take him to the vet today to get him snipped out. Oh, so no tits today. Instead, I get the existential nightmare fuel that is waking up blind as a dog. And you just scroll through their feed, and it's like boobs, boobs, tits, ass, dog with breathing tube, boobs, boobs, traffic court. Ooh, not going well. Uh, not going well. I was going to name a specific porn star to add flavor to that joke, but I don't want you guys to know my tastes. <laughs> don't know uh, why that felt a little too vulnerable for me. Uh, my name's Murad. If y'all didn't uh, get the fucking memo, keep it out your mouth. Um, or keep it in. It's good. Uh, either way. Uh, but I never met another Murad. And, you know, I go back to Egypt most years, and you think I'd meet one over there. No. Instead, I met my first Murad uh, as my Uber Eats delivery driver in Bayview. Uh, that's how we met. He spelled his name uh, M-U-R-A-T, like a fucking psychopath. Uh, but you can't be picky uh, when you have a rare name like mine. So uh, he knocks on the door, and I answer it with this level of energy. Hey, Murad, what's up? Because I feel like we're, we've got instant bonding material here. To which he replied, here's your food. So I'm pretty sure I have to kill him, right? Like we had two options. It was either best friends or mortal enemies. That dude just turned down a soulmate. Who the fuck turns down a soulmate? All right. First up uh, in the Thunder Round, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, make it loud for Kelly Evans. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> I was just thinking of another one. Uh, about Murad, I was thinking, uh, you look like what like 1950s sci-fi movies thought aliens would look like, you know, like coming down like genderless, the future of the species, or like time travelers. I don't know. Anyway, but I love you, man. I love you. Just, uh, all right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you guys know that feeling when you go to the bathroom and then like you wash your hands, but then they're like, there's no paper towels, right? Right? I mean, I don't either. You're gonna probably want to disinfect this mic, actually. That's, I did not, I did not wash my hands is what I'm saying. All right, anyway, this is all just me rambling now. You're throwing this lightly around? I don't have jokes. I just have half-baked fucking thoughts. Um, dick, pussy, cock. 
These are urban dictionary words of the 1800s. Now they're just in the dictionary. That is, they're just in the actual dictionary now, which like makes me think the future is just gonna be like donkey punch right next to Dirty Sanchez. I know that doesn't make sense alphabetically, but it's the future, we're gonna lose society. Like there's no words anymore. We don't know how to speak. We live in caves because of global warming. Yeah, I'm a pessimist, all right? You think this is gonna work out? Are you fucking stupid? Jesus Christ. Donald Trump is our president. Jesus, I'm not a political person, but that's just dumb. He's just a dumb guy, all right? I don't care what about his policies. I'm just saying, there's a stupid person like, it's like a Magoo episode, man. Like, what? do you just think about the weird reality we live in? I, it's like a fucking cartoon. I was like, did I drop too much acid in high school? Because I feel like that might have a contributing effect. Maybe it's just me. Is it just me? I'm just... All right, well... <laughs> fuck. I don't know anymore. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just stuck. I don't even have anything else to talk about. Fucking, what else is going on, right? Uh, all right, yeah, okay, here we go. Um... <laughs> Uh, I got a new job recently. I did. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's in sales. People usually take back their class at that point. Um, because people hate salespeople, you know? Fucking everybody does. Somebody comes to your door, they knock. You're like, dude, I was just jerking off, man. Like, really? You just interrupted. And uh, so you hate salespeople. I get it because I also hate myself, you know? So it's a fitting. All right. Well, <laughs> Um, it's just a job that makes you pissed off all the time. You ever had just a fucking horrible job? Anybody? No, you have great jobs. You love your job. This guy just talks shit about his job. He fucking hates his job. Do any of you actually have jobs besides Dan? All right. Maybe that's the problem. All right. Just kidding. I love you all. Um, but having a shitty job, like maybe you get this, right? You go home and then you just want to start fucking arguing over fucking nothing you're like are you fuck did you use all the mustard i'm not making a sandwich but if i wanted to it's just very inconsiderate what the fuck is the lights are on like re okay nobody no yeah you didn't have a stepdad that's fine all right you know these stepdads have you heard of them they marry your mom and leave you at the grocery store repeatedly every time all right thanks that's my time Kelly Evans, all right, we're going rapid fire, rapid fire. Uh, no banter, just bangers. All right, everybody, give it up for Kode Abe. Switch that up on me, all right. Um, yeah, Kelly, I didn't have a stepdad to beat me. I didn't have a real dad to beat me either, but that's... Anyway, but doesn't, doesn't Mirad kind of look like... Um... <laughs> doesn't Mirad kind of look like... Uh, like, like He's like one of the red herrings in a Where's Logic book. Like instead of <laughs> like instead of Where's Waldo, it's Where's Logic. <laughs> uh, you, that, that's funny. But anyway, uh, uh, Michelle was talking about like uh, white people stealing culture and whatever. Uh, I don't see it as like appropriation. To me, it's more like cultural imperialism, and like we're winning. You know, like that we're just imperializing everyone else's everyone else's area. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Anyways, so I, I kind of had that view because I grew up in Hawaii. There's like a lot of, you know, lot, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real melting pot more so than other places. And uh, that's because, and, that, and be, that, that being that way, I didn't really know I was Asian until I went to college. Like, <laughs> like I didn't know that. And, and, and growing up, I didn't really have um, a lot of white friends either. 
and you know that's not really like not me being racist or anything that's just pretty much the odds there like um it's kind of like uh um i just didn't really uh like 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 when i went to college and i and i made a bunch of friends like i i it was like i i didn't realize how how weird it was that i i i didn't think i was a minority but then i got all the shit that a minority would get <laughs> and that's funny to me but people that haven't experienced that are probably not as funny to them uh anyway i just wanted to come up here and tell say that uh what maraud looks like so <laughs> Kode Abe, everybody. Uh, I keep saying Kode Abe. It's just Cody Abe. Uh, but uh, I like Kode Abe better. All right, new rule. Uh, you open with a Murad roast. You get uh, an extra minute, except you don't actually get an extra minute. I just want to know what you guys think I look like. All right. All right. Uh, coming up to the stage, uh, next, the very funny Ryan Schooley. Oh, I wish I knew the Maraud roast rule one set earlier. I got, I got nothing for you, man. I I hate being mean to people to their face too. Like I'm not I'm not a roast battler. I can't do it. Uh, I I also feel like a uh, fucking thunder round is the best way to feel like a piece of shit for not writing enough jokes. You know, you start going through your notebook like, okay, what haven't they heard a thousand times? Like, ooh, this is uh, it's gonna be the longest three minutes of my life. Let's <laughs> let's do this shit, guys. Um, I uh. I hate I hate motivational quotes. I don't like motivational quotes because like all these quotes are supposed to make you feel good about following your dreams. Like you want to go after your dreams, but they really just make me feel shitty about how going after my dreams is going for me. You know, like my least favorite inspirational quote is uh, the Wayne Gretzky quote: "You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take." Right. That makes you feel fired up at first. Like, oh, man, I got to go out there. I got to take some fucking shots. Then you think about it a little bit more. And you're like, you know what's worse than missing 100% of the shots that you don't take? <laughs> Taking 100 shots, missing all of them. That's substantially worse. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Um, I, uh, I, used to be, I used to be really into weightlifting. Uh, I was, yeah, I was not very good at weightlifting. <laughs> I ended very fast. I was, uh, I, was, I was bad at weightlifting. I was bad enough that uh, I hired a personal trainer. My personal trainer actually told me to quit. That's how bad I was at weightlifting. He started off, he was like really enthusiastic. He was trying to get me pumped. He's like, yeah, man, pain is just weakness leaving the body. We shall conquer the world with dumbbells. He ended our fifth session like, some people aren't that strong, man. I don't know what it is, you know? Some people are fucking weak as fuck, you know? Which is really like unmotivating, you know? That's like, uh, you know, hiring like a math tutor and he's just like five sessions in. He's like, dude, you... Or a fucking idiot. Uh, you're going to fail this test, and uh, you're bad at comedy. I don't know how he knew I was going to start comedy when I was doing math shit, but... Oh, fucking thank God. All right. <laughs> what do we want to close out this uh, no bangers, all banter set with? <laughs> That's a laugh. I'll end it right there. Thanks. Ryan Schooley, everybody. We're going to keep it moving. Going to keep it moving real quick. Uh, your next comic, don't know why I'm doing this voice, but I'm going to bring him up. His name is Vishal Call. Uh, okay, all right. Murad, you know that episode of SpongeBob? The Halloween episode where he, like, shaves his entire... <laughs> 
<laughs> his entire sponge head off and it's just his brain. <laughs> you remind me of that. That's fucked up. I don't know if it's fucked up, but it's... <laughs> I'll roast myself now. I would love to be in a rom-com someday, uh, but I know that like my energy just makes my ceiling like funny best friend, you know? Like that's all I could do. I feel like I'm like the Indian Paul Rudd, you know? Like cute from a distance, but then like you talk to me and you're like, "Oh, that is a child in a man's body." <laughs> he it needs to be held. I can't have sex with that. Um cool. Thanks guys. Uh I got allergies. Allergies are the fucking worst cuz there's only one cure. Uh, grow the fuck up. That's all you can do. Um, yeah, that's like, and the worst part too, actually the worst part is every other way you can get sick sounds fucking amazing. It sounds awesome, right? Like the, f the flu, right? That is a virus trying to take over a living organism billions of times its size. Guys, that is the plot of the game Halo. That's what that is. Or um, cancer. I'm not trying to make light of cancer, but it's pretty badass like there is a growing rebel unit in your body trying to take the whole thing down all right that is just star wars like george lucas could have written that shit and i know in that analogy that makes like humans that makes us the evil empire but also like uh most of us don't recycle so we're not that great um but allergies all right the wikipedia definition of allergies i looked this up this is absolutely true it's that your body is hypersensitive to harmless substances in your environment i'm not making that up hypersensitive to harmless substances your body becomes fragile and aggressive like an alt-right twitter user <laughs> um one more thing guys i wear uh contacts uh, and that is a weird fucking thing that some of us do, uh, wearing contacts, right? Like, a friend told me that he can't wear contacts because he's weird about touching his eyes. And at first, I thought he was a fucking freak. But no, that is the, the appropriate reaction you should have to putting things on to your eyeballs. Guys, I put on contacts every day, and every day I cry, without exception, right? Uh, and if you don't agree with me, uh, I dare any one of you right now to touch your eyeball. Like, fucking, I dare you. It's... Don't okay. Well, oh, Jesus Christ, you guys are you guys are weird. Uh, I'm gonna take that part out. Uh, but I can't stop. I can't stop. I can't stop wearing them, guys, because otherwise, uh, I just wouldn't be bangable. Like I gotta, I gotta keep wearing them. Like my look is a house of cards, right? Like just one thing out of place, and the whole thing topples. All right, thanks. Give it up for Crybaby Vishal, everybody. <laughs> Fucking pussy. I put in contacts every morning. I don't even need glass. I have 20-20 vision. I just know I'm a man and I can do it. Your next comic <laughs> is also a man, unlike fucking Vishal. I'm sorry, Vishal. I like you, Vishal. You're cool, dude, Vishal. Uh, please make it loud, everybody, for Hunter Uniac. I said the name right. Fuck yeah. Sorry, Murad. I'm not a man. I wear contacts, too. I do. Actually, like, I, um, my eyesight's weird. I only need contacts in one eye. In this eye, like I could legitimately get a monocle prescription. I yeah, I could. That's fucking awesome, isn't it? Like you think, like I dress like shit. I do. Imagine if I wore a monocle while dressing like shit, just being like squinting like this, looking like a fucking eccentric guy on um, Polk Street or whatever. Not Polk Street, Sixth Street. There we go. Shit. Oh no, I should talk about that on stage. I need to write that shit out. It's weird though. Monocles are fun. They are. It's like if if, if you ever see somebody like wear a monocle and not a top hat 
Like, don't they feel, doesn't it feel like it's a glitch in the matrix or something? Like, they don't belong? Like, I don't know, man. All right. Monocles are weird. I, um, Hunter Uniac. I'm a raging alcoholic. My mom's a, um, fuck that up again. God damn it. I'm Hunter Uniac. My, um, my mom's a, uh, my mom's a former coke addict. My dad's a current tweaker and I'm a raging alcoholic, which means my parents have to be proud of me. You know, based off that same logic, my um, kids are going to be lazy stoners. My grandkids, fucking pussies. It's a fun time. I'll hit my grandkids already. I, um, what I want to talk to you guys about. Let's do this. Dude, you guys like, who's here? Who here's like cool with their dad? No, we're comics. Oh, wow. All the white people, all the white people raise their hand. <laughs> well, Cal, I don't know. Fuck it. That didn't work. Okay. It's like, we're doing like my dad's. A weird person. Like, he's got things he likes that don't make sense. Like, one day my dad stole a fucking toilet. Yeah, the father of the house, the man who pays the bills in my house, stole a toilet. He was all giddy when he brought it home like it was a fucking puppy trying to show it off to me. He asked me to move from the bed of his truck in the backyard. Thing wasn't even wrapped, by the way. Which means my dad did not go to a fucking Home Depot and steal a toilet. He went into somebody's house and stole the fucking toilet. He then asked me to move from the bed of his truck into the backyard, and I did. And as soon as the bottom of the toilet touched the tallest blade of grass in my backyard, I officially became white trash. It fucking sucked. I looked around trying to memorize this moment. You know, I saw the weights I haven't used, so 16. The pieces of two by four that's like cluttered around, you know, my house and the broken fucking um, fence we got. Yeah, I've already been white trash, people. Fucking suck. It's weird. Like, I, I want to memorize this moment, okay? Toilet sat there for one year, three months, and 17 days. And I know that because the toilet's been sitting there for one year, three months, and 17 days. Dude, he cares about this thing more than his fucking car. Whenever it rains, he puts a tarp over it. He doesn't, he doesn't just dress a tarp over it willy-nilly. No, he erects four teepees, puts a tarp over that. He makes a teepee survivor style just so he can sit in the toilet in the backyard in the fucking rain. It's crazy. You guys are like, oh, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, I asked him recently why. He, saw a toilet. he said because the Kennedy's shat in it. I mean, it makes sense. My father's an Irish immigrant, so a safe word's practically JFK. Wait, no, a safe word's when he cut things short, so wouldn't it be Lee Harvey Oswald? That's fucked up. All right, I'll make that joke work, guys. That's my time. Hunter Uniac, everybody. Uh, speaking of toilets, don't know how the West hasn't figured out bidets. I go to a third world country every summer, and that's the only time when I can comfortably clean my asshole when I'm not in the shower. Yet, somehow, pinnacle of the first world, y'all still wipe your asses with crumbly shrapnel. Don't understand why that's the case. Also thought people would laugh at that. Your next comic, though, oh, people are going to laugh so much. Dude, oh, so much. Anyway, make it loud for Dan Aguinaga. <laughs> Do uh, Murad, you look like a chia pet, a broken chia pet. No, that that one was as, wasn't as good as the next one. Um, you look like um, you look like Bruno Mars if he had Michael Jackson disease. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we can move on now. I'm gonna talk about something uh, not a lot of comics talk about: uh, dating apps. And uh, I've never been on a dating app. Uh, I'm strangely proud of that. Uh, even if I were single, I'm, I was actually just, hey, uh, I'm married, but uh, even if I were single, I wouldn't know which dating app to join. There's just so many to choose from, right? There's the Tinders, the Bumbles. Uh, there's this one called Coffee Meets Bagel, which I'm guessing is for black men who want to meet Jewish women. <clears throat> And uh, yeah, I wouldn't know which one to join. One thing I always noticed about the straight dating apps is they always have cutesy names. You know, like Coffee Meets Bagel, Bumble, bzz, ooh. Gay dating apps don't really have that same problem. <laughs> Grinder, 
people who grind on each other's dicks and asses. Like, I get that right there. Yeah, I didn't do enough research for this joke to know any other gay dating apps. I I'm probably could guess one right now. Like, I'm sure there's one out there that's called but fuck or something, you know? Without the vowels, obviously, because, you know, that's a cool app. Bitfuck. Uh, so a lot of people say dating apps uh, killed romance. Uh, I don't think so. I think romance was already dying on its own. I think it's because guys, the way we talk about women we like, it's, we're so crass about it. At least some of the bros, you know? They're like, yeah, like I got some pussy last night. Yeah, I raw dogged her. The word raw dog is such an interesting word to me because it's just, it's kind of new. and It's two very innocent words put together and it just makes people cringe. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my dad is a big fan of, my dad's not from America, he's from Brazil and he's always been intrigued by American slang. And uh, over the years he would just always call me up and ask me about a new word he learned or a word he heard in the office and he'd want to learn about. And one of them was raw dog. Uh, he called me one day and asked me what raw dog meant. And I go, where did you hear that? He goes, a coworker came up to me and goes, Carlos, I raw dogged the shit out of a girl last night. I'm like, that's the correct way of using it, I guess. <laughs> a little crass, a little on the nose. And so uh, he goes, what does this mean? And uh, after I get over the chuckles a little bit, I, I stop and I go, dad, uh, raw dogging is when two, uh, two people uh, have sex without a condom. And then I could hear him just silent on the other end and he just goes, Huh, when I was young, we just called that love. <laughs> right, isn't that cute? He made raw dog romantic. <laughs> I love that. How much do I got, Bruno? <sighs> Fuck. Uh, I think Luigi got a lot more puss than Mario. Uh, right? Just because I know he was the face, Mario was the face of the franchise, but Luigi had the inches. You know, women just like tall guys, you know? Like, I'm sure in their heyday, Luigi just got constant puss, you know? Just like swarmed on the street by women, and he'd be overwhelmed, so he'd be like, wow, 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 Matthew Quirk, everyone. All right, thank you very much. Matthew, you ready for a three-minute set right now? Like, right now? Like, right fucking now? Hell yeah. Matthew Quirk, everybody. Uh, once again, I was the best part of his set. Yeah, but I was the best part. Come on, man. Why else do you reference me, right? Except for the humor value of it all. Uh, so uh, anyway, guys, um, you guys know it's just passed. It's been 23 months since my transition. My transition from an apartment to a van. My vanzition. That's right. We're coming up on the two-year anniversary of my vanzition. The vaniversary of my vanzition, if you will. <clears throat> but I don't know if you guys know what will send you into panic faster than when you lock your keys in your house to your house in your house. <laughs> in a, you know, the mission, but it's... It really strikes at the core of your manhood that you realize what a punk you are and how just totally helpless you are. Uh, but there you go, man. It's my vendor. I got. I know what you guys are thinking. Like, that's great living out there on the streets, right? Breathing all that free air, wasting all your free time uh, until you lock your keys to your house in your house. And uh, let me van explain to you guys how that's horrifying. 
I mean, here I am, right? Like, you know, I have my spare keys with a friend. I have, you know, mutiny radio to keep me from getting totally bored on a Saturday when I got nothing else to do, right? Right? But, yeah. But it's not all fun and games. I mean, do you guys realize how hard it is to fucking dump your piss bucket uh, on the streets and, and, and then try to blame it on other more homeless people? It's... That takes craftiness, man. Motherfucking craftiness. Uh, I know what you guys are thinking, though. Hey, speaking of living in your van doing comedy, what, what are you doing? Going to be a road comic or something? And it's like, uh, no, man. Uh, I live in my van. I need comedy so I can have access to toilets without having to purchase anything. Uh, on that, how many more seconds do I have? 40 shit well then you know guys i really did figure i'd get a lot more pussy in that murder van i mean i really thought that chick magnet would really be working for me now that i'm a van sexual at all right but uh you know i'm like hey ladies hey lady my heckler friend here i'll give you a shower in the front seat I have an oversized shower curtain just for such an occasion. Uh, where was I? What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's up, man? How come I'm not getting more pussy in the murder van? I mean, I own my own home in San Francisco, right? That's not worth anything to you. But she's a gold digger, right? She's like, what neighborhood? What neighborhood? Anyone I want. That's what neighborhood I'm in. All right. Thanks for the three minutes. Give it up for the fantastic Matthew Quirk. Uh, we still have a bit uh, extra time. Does everybody want to do like a one-minute joke? Yeah. yeah, yeah, fuck it. All right, cool. I'm going to do a real quick one. Uh, I'm Egyptian, which means I have no respect for Greek cuisine. Uh, Greek food is just Egyptian food with too much fucking yogurt on it. Kelly, you're next. You should probably stay here. Okay, or leave. You want to leave? All right. What was I talking about? Greek food? <laughs> What's the deal, right? Greek food. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be caught dead uh, with a fucking euro pocket. Rather be caught dead with a prostitute. Would be less shameful for somebody of my origin. Uh, also, while we're at it, Philly cheesesteaks, just the shawarma of the West. Uh, but white people really got a hand to teal. You guys really upped the hummus game. There's one type of hummus in Egypt. It's called hummus. Here, you go into Trader Joe's. You walk into the grocery store. Fucking garlic pine nut, spinach artichoke, roasted red pepper. What am I, a sultan? Oh, man, I like that joke and nobody else does. Anyway, your next comic, the sultan of wine? I don't know. Let's give it up for Kelly Evans. Uh, thank you. That felt gross. Um, uh, from Texas, so I got forced to go to church a lot. Uh, I was there all the time. Summer camp, all that shit. And it's like, so I remember a lot, I have a lot of memories from church. Um, like I remember on my 12th birthday, uh, my priest wanted to have a serious conversation with me. And he was like, hey, watch the teeth, all right? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, that didn't happen. I didn't get molested by my priest. I got molested by a neighbor. Don't recommend it. Anyway. Uh, fuck. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> the thing about church, like, uh, you ever been to a Baptist church? It's like the, they're very intense about everything and like being, 
pure or whatever. The funny thing about that was like all the kids that I knew were the worst people I ever met in my life. They're like, hey, man, we're going to have a party tonight. We're going to get drunk. We're going to play with some guns. Like, what the fuck? It's a horrible idea. And then, wait, wait, that's not it, man. Then we're going to catch a cat and we're going to light that shit on fucking fire. It's like, what Bible are you reading, man? They're like, and then after that, we're going to get some ecstasy and we're going to put that shit up our butts. I was like, what time's this party? Is that wait, eight? Is that eight? I'll be there. You need a cat? I got a cat. I don't even like cats. I don't like cats. All right. All right. Thank you. Kelly Evans. All right. Before I uh, bring on Cody, just going to let you know uh, the, the way I'm going to bring on other people is I'm going to stay in my fucking chair and just yell at you to get up because I don't feel like getting up every 60 seconds. Uh, but your next comic is up. Everybody give it up for Coday Abe. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's up, guys? Uh, I'm... Uh, I don't know if I said it any time in the, the other jokes that I've said today, but I'm from Hawaii. I think I did say that. Okay, fuck it. Whatever. I'm from Hawaii. Uh, such an isolated place, right? Um, it's an island in the middle of the ocean. Uh, you, When you're on a plane there, the fucking plane, the, the, the representation of the plane on the screen where it tells you how close you are is bigger than the fucking island, so go figure. Anyways, you get a lot of stupid questions. When you're from when you're from such an isolated place that not many not not everyone has been to, you know, uh, you get questions like, uh, "Bro, does that mean you get to surf every day?" And it's like, uh, "Yes, I can, but your voice says that you do. So why are you asking me that question? I don't fucking know." Or like, uh, uh, "Oh my God, like so many Instagram opportunities, right?" And I'm a whore for Instagram, you know. Has it been a minute already? No, no, no. 15 seconds. Oh, okay. I'm a whore for followers, so I was just like, uh, well, if you follow me on Instagram, you can see my stories. And then the stupidest one is somebody asking me, oh, does that mean you get to surf to school every day? And I usually respond with, no, I wasn't poor. I took my fucking dolphin, Phineas, dude. <laughs> All right. Minute. Fuck yeah, all right, that's how you kill 10, 10 seconds off the top. You uh, don't take the uh, the microphone out of the stand even though you've done this like a thousand times. Fuck yeah, one minute. Um, I drink way too much coffee, guys, I do. That's that's my, my, my big vice, drink way too much of it. I know that I drank too much coffee because the other morning I woke up and I took a shit that smelled like coffee. That's way too much fucking coffee. It's a lot, man. It's not a good thing. Uh, I live with my girlfriend, so this is what I did about the situation. I didn't flush it. Let her wake up to the smell like a Folgers commercial, you know? <laughs> she walked into the bathroom. She's like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, that's the best part of waking up right there. <laughs> a little Folgers in your cup. All right. Sweet. All right, so I've been sober for about like five months now. Yeah, no, don't clap for that. Uh, that is not something you should clap for. Like, you should clap for people that uh, don't have to try to not be a drunk asshole. Like, I have to try to not be an asshole. Like, I'm not like real good. I'm like, you know, you should clap for people that are real good. Like, I'm fake okay. 
Um, okay, so I was talking about contacts earlier. I wear contacts because uh, I want to get laid more. Like people will go to any length to get laid, right? Can you imagine the first contacts were made out of glass? Like this guy thought it'd be a great idea to put hard glass onto his eyeballs. Like I thought I was sexually frustrated, but this guy was willing to put glass onto his eyeballs. He was Dutch. I'm gonna say he was Dutch. He's probably like, oh, I, <laughs> I'm gonna try and do my Dutch accent that I was working on this morning. Uh, oh. These glasses are not going to get me laid. I'm going to invent contacts, and this is what I'm going to do. He ripped the fucking frames off, smashed the lenses onto his eyes, and was like, well, they're going to fuck me now. <laughs> Show it all, everybody. Next up, Hunter Unier. What's with the string of weird accents that have been going on recently? I love it. I, um... We all watch porn. We're all a bunch of guys on a Saturday hanging out doing comedy instead of getting laid. So we all watch porn. Just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. The dude saying swimming in puss is giving you that fucking frat boat look. All right, what am I gonna say? Oh yeah, um, my father's a um, general contractor. All right, he actually remodeled kink.com, the SF armory, to turn it into the porn dungeon. You know what I mean? You guys have watched kink.com, right? It's all that fucking, like, bondage shit. Yeah, it's weird watching it when that's your fetish and you know that your dad built all that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm just looking at this hot girl just getting plowed by a fucking machine that makes me question if I even have a dick or not. And then... <laughs> and I'll be, oh, the entire time, I'm just looking off at the fucking ceilings going, that's some shitty work, Dad. Like, how do you fucking, how'd you get paid for that shit? This is what paid for my college that I flunked out of? God damn it. No wonder I flunked out. And that's why I'm actually addicted, that's why I'm actually really into that type of porn, because it's the only time I can tell my father did something wrong. That's a fucked up joke, but I'll get it there someday. Um, yeah, it's weird, dude. He was like 19 when he fucking, you know, plowed on. He was the first guy to pound on wood on there. Hey, shitty, all right. That's my time. Wow, a whole minute. This makes feel. This makes Edinburgh feel like a Netflix special. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Murad, you look like a thumb with hair. <laughs> you look like Bruno Mars again if he had an allergic reaction. Okay, I'm done now. The thumb is the best one. Yeah, I agree. Uh, thanks for clapping. Uh, I hate it when people clap on airplanes after their flight lands. Does anyone else hate that? Does it annoy the shit out of you? It annoys the shit out of me because it's like. I don't know. Like, I understand why you're clapping, because you're happy to be alive. You're happy you survived the flight, right? Do you think there was ever a sole survivor for a plane crash who, like, came to and was, saw he was, like, surrounded by dead bodies and was just like... Yeah, it makes no sense. The, the pilot can't hear you clapping. Clapping is supposed to have a recipient. You know what I mean? Clapping for the pilot after he lands the plane is like giving Stevie Wonder a thumbs up. <laughs> Message not received. Okay, thanks a lot, guys. I was uh, up late last night listening to my neighbors have sex on CD. Um, just kidding, it was a live version. Um, and 
it was just it was some good fucking it was some good fucking i'm happy for him it was like i know it was good because during it sounded like a porn and then after it sounded like a fucking musical I swear to God, they were done fucking. This girl got in the shower and started singing. That's some good dick. He got you singing afterwards. I started having like an existential crisis. I was like, I've never di- given dick this good in my life. My dick game is fucked up. So I woke up my girl and I said, we got to compete. We got to compete. I need to feel good about myself. And she said, this ain't my song. And went back to bed. That's my time. <laughs> Capital Pilcrow. Oh my God, we're done. Another packed house. Thank you all for coming here. <laughs> 30 seconds. No, fuck it. We're done. Uh, uh, those of you sticking around, I got my open mic at Manny's uh, right after this. Oh, thank you, Dan. Um, it's going to be cool. Right now, the list is basically full. I left a little buffer gap in case there's like, I don't know, some technical difficulties or realize I have no right to host a mic at a venue that nice. Uh, whichever revelation comes first. But if you guys swing through, you know, show the, the crowd or the, the folks at Manny's that people really want this mic to exist, maybe it will keep existing. And thank you very much, Cabal Pilcrow, for having me host Watch and Learn today. Lovely, lovely time. Thank you all so much. Love you. Rampart 
Yeah. 